Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too, and let's dive straight in to today's first story. Now, today's first story comes from Bill Nye's Inner Thigh, and it does come with an update. Titled, My Wife Named Our Son After Her First Love, and I Have No Idea. This is my throwaway account because she knows my main account. My son is five. About two days ago, we were out shopping and ran into a high school friend of hers. She was catching up when she told her friend that we had a son. When the old friend asked his name, my wife hesitated and I told her. She had a strange look on her face and said, you mean like your ex-boyfriend? Our son's name is very unique to the point that I've never met another person with the same name. Now she refuses to talk to me about it. I feel betrayed and disgusted with her. It's like a switch was flipped in my mind and I just can't look at her the same way. Update one, lots of questions, so I'll go ahead and answer a few that have been mentioned a few times. I'm not giving out my son's name. When we discussed the name, I had no idea it was a high school ex's name. I knew she had one boyfriend in high school whose name was never told to me and their relationship lasted around two years. I'm upset, but that doesn't automatically make me abusive. I would never raise my hand to my wife or anyone else I care about. I will always love my son. I would never, and I mean never treat him any differently. I will post an update when I talk to her probably in a day or two. Update two. So to get some things out of the way first, the kid is mine. I have very pronounced features that he also has, plus her ex was black and I'm white. I'm not going to throw him away, as so many comments suggested. When we were deciding on the name, she said she remembered somebody from school who had it and instantly loved it. My wife and I both had a very promiscuous past before we met and agreed that the past should stay there, so I didn't push too hard to know certain details. I knew she had one boyfriend in high school who cheated on her, but I never asked his name and that is my fault. So, update time. Thursday, we didn't have the discussion because that is a late day at work. Plus, this wasn't a discussion I wanted to have with our son in the house. So Thursday night when she came in, I told her that Friday after work, we needed to sit down and talk and if she has any plans she needed to cancel. She looked very worried and said, okay. Friday came and we sit down. After her sister came to pick up our son for a sleepover, I asked why she would not tell me where our name came from. She said she was sorry she didn't think it was that big of a deal and I would not agree to it. I told her that it was my choice too and she took that away from me. I asked her if she would feel the same way if we had a daughter and named her after one of my exes and she said that's different. I wouldn't let that happen. She said that she knows she can disconnect the name from her ex but she wouldn't be sure I could do the same. I was floored and started to feel sicker than I had felt. I told her that is one of the stupidest things I've ever heard out of someone's mouth. I moved on because I had more questions and I was about to go off just on what she said. 
I asked her if she still loved him and she paused for a minute and then said yes, but not in the same way she loves me. And that you don't just stop loving someone, that love changes. I wanted to throw up at this point. She could see that I was very upset. She smiled at me and said I should know she only wants to be with me. I said that I needed to know how you love him. At that point, she put her hand on my leg and tried to change the subject. I told her to take her fucking hand off me right now and answer the question. Her mood changed right there from wanting to move past this to know he didn't just fucking cuss at me. She said, look, you're upset and I get that, but what is done is done. So you need to get over this and move on. She got up and said, I'm meeting my mum for dinner. I'll see you when you get home. I told her if you walk out the door, then you won't. She looked at me like I was full of shit, grabbed her purse and left. I packed my bag and stayed at a friend's house last night. Right now, I'm just sitting here trying to figure out what to do next. And we do have a further update to this as well and some comments as well. But the thing that really jumped out to me that worried me is that, you know, she's changing the subject on the matter and just refusing to discuss it, you know, prioritizing her dinner with her mum over this discussion you're having right now where she can clearly see how worked up you are over it and just telling you what's done is done and you need to move on. I couldn't imagine being in that position, you know, being told that, you know, my child is named after her Rex and just being told to move on from that. You know, we all associate names with different characters and stuff like that. So when this person looks at their child, they're just going to see her Rex every single time. Again, it might not be every single time and I might be wrong judging this person, but I think to me, that's what I would be seeing. So, but that could be just a me thing. But Forever Infinite says, my brother-in-law actually did this to his wife. Every single day, she resents the day they named her. She resents what the name means. She resents him and has a hard time looking at her daughter in the face now or even calling her by her name. Sounds harsh, but I can totally understand how these feelings manifest without trying. She's been in counseling. She knows why her kid's name is what it is. My brother-in-law wanted to marry his ex. She didn't. His wife now is second best. The ex is still number one, even though she blocked him from her life long ago. He wanted to make her name his, so since she didn't, he named his kid literally her first and middle name with his last name so he can live out some weird obsession over this girl. Needless to say, the kid is suffering a lot and so is mum. She's tried and tried, but just cannot form a connection with her kid after finding out why he named her what he did. I don't know what to tell you, except get the answer to why and both of you head to couples counseling for this. Then, after some work, decide your course of action. Stay or divorce. A deleted user says, my name is the female version of my mum's high school sweetheart and my younger brother's first name is the ex's middle name. I've never asked my dad if or when he knew. To me, it feels shitty knowing my mum intentionally pushed for these names while having a secret agenda. It's no way to build a family. My parents divorced after 30 years and she then promptly began a relationship with the ex who was married to someone else. So from my perspective, this is a significant betrayal and it will take honesty and work from both of you to get past it. I'm sorry you're in this position and hope you have a better outcome than my parents. Wizard Glick says, I certainly don't blame you. She needs to speak with you about it. It could be as simple as merely liking the name, but she's allowing your imagination to run by not speaking about it. Like Regis has said, be relentless about her speaking with you about it. And Opie replied saying, I get what you're saying, but I would never have named our child after an ex, no matter how much I like the name. 
I wouldn't care how common or uncommon. There are lines you just don't cross. So now we're gonna move on to that update to find out what happened next. So I want to start out by saying thank you all for the support. Most of you guys have been great with the exception of a few trolls calling me a cuck. So I came home the next day after staying the night elsewhere. She didn't really say much to me other than hey and went back to messing around on her laptop. I went upstairs and put my things in the guest room and lay down to take a nap because I didn't get much sleep the night before. She came in and asked what I was doing and I told her that until she's ready to sit down and have an adult conversation about the name that I would be sleeping in here. She rolled her eyes and said that she thought I'd got over it and asked why I even bothered to come home if I was going to act like this. I told her because it is my home and I'm not going to miss out on time with my son just because you don't have the ability to tell right from wrong or at least admit it. She stormed off and that was that for the day. The next day, I came home from work and she was on the couch waiting for me. She asked what it was going to take for us to get back to normal. I told her that we would need to see a marriage counselor first off and consider changing our son's name to his middle name. The look of rage on her face when I said that last part was something I don't think I've ever seen before. I hate to say it, but it made me a little happy to see it. She told me to go fuck myself and that was never going to happen and stormed off. We didn't talk the rest of that day. The next day rolled around and my wife hadn't gotten home from work. Someone started knocking on the door and it was her parents. They said we need to talk so I invited them in and we sat down. They said they know what she did was wrong. They always knew and so did her whole family and all her friends. They apologized to me for keeping it a secret and said that they agree with counseling and they would be happy to pay for it but changing his name is going too far. I told them thank you and that I haven't made that decision without a lot of consideration. I told them that you really don't know what you would do till you're in the situation. After a little more talking, they left and asked me not to tell my wife they'd stopped by. I agreed. Shortly after they left, I called around and found a counselor and made an appointment. That worked with both of our schedules. When my wife came, I told her about the appointment and she just walked off not saying a word. Our appointment is Thursday and I'm still sleeping in the guest room. That's what's been going on so far. Thank you guys, so I'll try to update you when I can. Edit, I just want to say, I'm not going to up and change the name. It's something I'm considering. I want to talk to the counselor first to see what the impact it might have, if any, and how to go about it if there are none. And the final conclusion to all this came from a comment OP made in the Ask Reddit subreddit where the question was, what was the most uncomfortable moment in your life? To which OP said, my wife's high school friend spilled the beans about naming our son after her former boyfriend when we saw her out one day. And a deleted user replied to that saying, any further updates with that since the last post? And OP replied saying, we ended up getting a divorce. And there was lots of comments on this one, you know, saying very, very similar situations that they was named after, you know, their parents' exes and stuff like that. And I find that mind blowing that how, well, how common it is that we're seeing right here. And another thing that really shocked me, you know, she's just not willing to sit down and discuss the matter at all. You know, just so dismissive of OP's feelings about it. And then the family turning up and, and saying they, they've known about this all this time. But I wonder if they approached their, their daughter and said about it as well. And sort of said, you know, I don't think that's a good idea. Perhaps they were dismissed just like Opie in this situation. Incredibly sad one, but in some ways I couldn't see it end in many different ways from the way, you know, the story played out here. 
Let me know your thoughts in the comments below on this one and we'll move on to another story. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. And our next story comes from Peanut Problems, who says, My female 28 mother in law won't take my kids for anaphylactic peanut allergy seriously. I'll try to keep this short as possible. Sorry for mobile formatting. I've never really seen eye to eye with my mother-in-law because she's very strict and old-fashioned. She's like this with all of her grandchildren. She'd do things like yell at them for not sitting up straight, elbows on table, etc. I understand that children need discipline, but I prefer a gentler approach with my son. I've asked her many times not to do that, but my husband insists I let it go, so I've tried to. Until now. My son was officially diagnosed with a life-threatening peanut allergy, and we have an EpiPen Junior for him. She insists that when she was younger, people didn't have allergies and if they did, they would get rid of them via exposure and that I'm just babying him. I've explained to her that this allergy is very real and potentially deadly. She has basically scoffed it off and the last time she came to pick him up, she took his EpiPen slash fanny pack from around his waist and and threw it on my driveway, saying she's taken him for ice cream many times and nothing has ever happened and he doesn't need it with him. I told him she could no longer take him and brought him inside. She left and called my husband. She cried to him saying I accused her of being an unfit grandmother, which I admittedly did because my child's safety is my priority and apparently not hers. Now my husband wants me to apologize to her. He says she would take him to the hospital if he ingested peanuts and I'm overreacting. I kindly explained to him that EpiPens save lives because anaphylaxis means your airways are narrowing, your breathing is becoming blocked, etc. And time is of the essence because it happens so quickly. So now my stance is no EpiPen equals no taking my child anywhere. She's even insisted on taking him to a baseball game, which tends to have a lot of peanuts everywhere. I asked that she find a peanut-free zone, which the stadium does offer, but she once again belittled the idea and insisted he would be fine. I'm getting really tired of her treatment towards my son, and my husband has always been a mama's boy, who thinks mama can do no wrong and defends her endlessly. He says he turned out just fine, being raised by her, and I worry too much. Would it be awful if I insist she only see him if I'm present? Am I completely unreasonable and overreacting? Is there anything else I can do so that they'll understand the severity or at the very least take some more precautions? Edit slash mini update. First of all, whoa. I did not expect it to get this much attention. Thank you to each and every one of you who took the time out of your day to reply. 
In case you missed it, I've left for now, removed my son from the situation, and now I'm currently staying at my brother's house. At least for a few days until things cool off and I'm able to have a sit-down discussion with my husband and his mother. In the meantime, I've sent them both links to Reddit threads with anecdotal experiences where anaphylaxis occurred, like the heartbreaking coconut oil one. Unfortunately, this isn't really a case of not being educated on the subject. My husband has been to the same appointments I have with my son. He just chooses to throw all his knowledge out the window to appease his mother and avoid defying her. Some people have accused me of being a helicopter mum or trying to demonize my mother-in-law. And given the circumstance, that's fine. Maybe I'm overreacting or being overbearing, but as long as my son is breathing, then I'm okay. I'm not even a stay-at-home mum. We have an incredible nanny while I work full-time who respects my kid's allergies and adores him. In the past, I've tried my best for mother-in-law to get quality time with her grandson. Although we may not see eye to eye, I've wanted him to grow up knowing grandma, but I'm not jeopardizing my son's safety in order to be socially correct. Lastly, I just want to say my mother-in-law has diabetes and is against modern medicine and sees a naturopath. She won't take metformin or insulin and thinks everything can be treated herbally. So I didn't think having to sit down with an actual physician explaining epinephrine and anaphylaxis to her is going to help much. She's very strong in her beliefs. I did text her asking if she'd be open to hearing a doctor out and she's yet to reply. My husband has replied saying he doesn't have time to read effing Reddit threads or watch educational videos. So I told him to find time or he won't be getting any time with my son until he does. If he's going to be so careless, I'll end up dealing with this legally. Thanks again, everyone. Words can't express my gratitude. I will update with a new thread eventually. And I don't think there's too much to say on this one apart from, yeah, I don't blame you for protecting your son at all. How could someone think like this? You've been told that this child has a potentially deadly allergy that could kill them, block their airways. Why would you even risk a child going through that? I, I don't understand the logic there at all. It all just sounds like an I know better, therefore I'm going to do what I want. And you know, fuck that basically. So we're going to move straight on to that update to see what happened next. Hey folks, it's been half a year since my last post. A lot of people asked for an update, so as promised, here we go. A couple of weeks after the initial incident, my husband asked me to reconcile. I agreed on the basis that he sees an allergist and a pediatrician with me and actually really, really listen to and learn fully about the severity of the anaphylactic allergy. He agreed. We did just that. He'd been to the same appointments as me prior, but I felt he never really listened. This time, we did. We also went through a lot of the resources you guys shared on my last post together. He got way better with things for a while. He took it more seriously and we gradually started incorporating gradual supervised mother-in-law visits again because unsurprisingly, she was begging to see our son. Her behavior didn't improve. She refused to hear out any professional opinions due to her naturopathic beliefs. Because of this, I did not let her spend time with him unless I was there for myself, strongly believing that she could still persuade my husband to her side of things. This worked okay for a while. She would occasionally say snarky things towards me, but nothing crazy. Until one time, we were in the kitchen. I gave my son some homemade cookies in a bowl, cookies I made with certified peanut-free ingredients as per the packaging. Mother-in-law visited while my husband was at work. She walked in and saw my son eating cookies and inquired about them. I explained I made them. She went to grab the bowl of cookies, just two, but gave him a bowl to help with the crumbs, lol. 
from him. He tightened his grip, so she slapped his hand, grabbed the bowl and threw it against the wall. She was yelling about how she doesn't get to make him any desserts anymore. I calmly explained she knows why this is. She said packaging can say it's from a peanut-free facility, but be wrong and still have cross-contamination, that I was an idiot and that I didn't care about my son. My son was crying his eyes out at this point, so I asked her to leave and told her she could come back later and we could discuss it with my husband present. We did just that. We sat down to discuss things and after a few minutes, she said I was lucky they, my husband and her, hadn't started exposure therapy to my son. My husband's face went flush. He fell completely silent. I asked for clarification. I had to be mishearing things. There was no way. She explained that my husband and her agreed that they would gradually start introducing peanut products to my son to build up his immunity against the allergy. Mind you, they planned on doing it in my kitchen with his EpiPen available, but not medically supervised or in a safe environment. I know on my last post, a lot of people mentioned this works for a lot of allergies and they're implementing this for nut allergies as well. But a medical professional slash allergist using oral immunotherapy or a peanut patch. To my knowledge, most of its use has been in clinic trials at this point. Also alarmingly, data from more than 1,000 children who've taken part in oral immunotherapy trials found 22.2% of children who had exposure therapy experienced anaphylaxis attacks. So this certainly isn't something that should just be done in your home kitchen by untrained family members. That aside, no matter how you feel about immunotherapy, naturopathy, or anything else mentioned, I was extremely angry they planned to do this behind my back. My husband's only defense, once again, was that he was trying to appease his mother. That, more or less, he will always side with her and do what we can to make her happy. She's very unwell, she has diabetes, as previously mentioned, and still doesn't use insulin or even metformin. In any case, I couldn't live like that anymore. I couldn't trust him anymore to be there for me, and more importantly, to protect our son. My utmost priority is, and always has been, to protect my son. So I proceeded to file for divorce. Everything is still in the working, so I won't touch on the legal side of stuff much. I'm going for sole custody, with my soon-to-be ex-husband getting supervised visitation. So that's that there likely won't be an update in the future. There isn't much else to say. I'm just ready to move on with my life and raise an amazing kiddo into an amazing young gentleman. But mostly, I wanted to update to say thank you. I did get a lot of people condemning me, but the overwhelming majority of you were supportive. Thank you for sharing your personal anecdotes, for sharing excellent reading material on the subject and giving the best advice possible. This is a wonderful community and I hope anyone going through something similar can find solace in a forum like this. And there was a couple of comments on this one mentioning, you know, the ex has already moved on to see someone else and she suspected that he was possibly seeing her before she left and they were still together. And he went on to remove like all of the pictures of the son from social media to like move on with life, I guess. But holy moly. And I'm just wondering anyone out there with legal knowledge, how would the court look at that? You know, if OP went for, you know, sole custody with op getting visitation how would they look at that would they look at this whole peanut allergy thing i should think they would right but you know just going through my head there going through the old noggin anyway let me know your thoughts on this story in the comments below
Now, just a huge thank you for spending your time with me today. Always means the world. And don't forget at the very end of the video, there is going to be a couple of playlists. They will scroll through all the stories that we have here. So you can just click it and it will just play video after video after video. If you're just doing your thing, chilling out in the garden, you know, a bit of gardening outside maybe, a little bit of drawing, a little bit of cooking. Who knows what you're up to? Just enjoy yourself. Take care. Much love. <laughs> yeah, man, I remember being... Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. So naive when life was good, weather and palm trees. Back in the day, you were everything I need. But then along came a time when you crushed my dreams. Oh yeah, you played me like a fool when you made me believe that the line between love wasn't thick enough to read. Oh yeah, you see we in the spare crime everywhere. 